everyone. This is Florence Bremer. Welcome to the Bonafide Legal Podcast. Bonafide Legal Podcast is a podcast to help attorneys and business owners with time management and lifestyle tips. I'm a mother, wife, movie enthusiast, fan of a great deal, restaurant lover, follower of many television shows, fashionista, and overall in love with popular culture. Besides all this, I'm an attorney. I've been an attorney for 20 years. Throughout my practice, I struggled day by day to find a balance between work and life. I do not have a magic answer on how to balance life in law and life outside the law, but over the years, I've developed tips for living my best life and enjoying work and time off. This podcast, I'm going to talk about getting out of my comfort zone a little bit, and it has to do with this weekend. And actually, I think this podcast will actually be on the shorter side because this is part of getting out of my comfort zone. I know I've talked on other podcasts about my weekend schedule, basically. And my weekend schedule is getting fresh air and exercise and running errands. And this weekend, um, it all kind of fell into my lap, something a little bit different. Um, And it ended up being fun. And a thing that's really hard for me is to get out of the zone of doing the same routine over and over again. If I had my druthers, I would do the same thing every weekend and I would relax at home and take care of what I needed to take care of and do some cooking and some laundry. And this weekend I did something a little bit different. So Friday was a um, afternoon where I worked kind of late. I had some appointments that had to be late at my office on Friday afternoon. And before that, why I had to do them Friday afternoon instead of Friday morning, besides for just scheduling issues, was I had a doctor's appointment in the morning, a doctor's appointment that I should have had in January, finally took care of it in April. So yay, it's... um important when you have those types of appointments, basically the maintenance and checkup appointments, you have to get them done. So I finally got that done. I had canceled it probably about four times because every time I said it, a court hearing got scheduled and then I would um, need to reschedule it. So after um, my work day, I basically flew out the door of the office and I went to the last son's home game of the season. And I know I've talked about it before that I'm a sun season ticket holder. And that's part of the stuff that I do. That's not only fun, but I incorporate it into my business. I go to sun's games with other attorneys, uh, have given tickets to clients, have gone with clients, have done different things with them. And the last sun's game of the year, I've gone to it, I think every year since I've had the tickets with my nephew. And um, we also do a little bit of shopping too, because the team shop marks down um, the apparel and the uh, other types of son's merchandise. So that ended up being really nice, except this game went into overtime. And I had to stay till the very end. How could you leave before the end of the game on the last game of the season? They were playing New Orleans. And it went into overtime and the Suns actually won. So it was a kind of a nice way to end the season. And I had a chance to say goodbye to 
people that I've been sitting next to for several years and my um, person who handles my account. And it was it was just fun. So the next morning, I still wanted to stay on my weekend schedule. So I got up at six, which is right when the sun comes up. I took my walk, then I went to the library, and I went to the grocery store after that. I know I've talked about for my grocery shopping for the last year, I think. I do my grocery shopping online through fries, and then I just pick it up. I schedule a time to pick it up. And I was starting to feel like I was in a little bit of a rut with that, sort of getting the same things over and over and not trying anything new. So I did something a little bit different. And I went to Safeway, which is another grocery store that's in town, and actually walked around. And I, my goal was to buy things that I can't get at Fry's and um, buy anything that seemed kind of new and exciting. Just getting me out of my comfort zone on my groceries, which is like, who cares? Probably like, who cares? But for me, when I'm getting the same things over and over again, it was uh, sort of a big deal. So I went in and I I just started buying things that seemed fun to try for meals or some new snacks. And I figured I'd probably spend like 40 or $50 on this little experiment. I spent $175 on buying things that I usually don't see or trying something new. So then after uh, that busy morning, I took a couple hours of just being quiet. I read, I took my father-in-law to church, and then I went out for an evening, which I have not done in forever. In the most embarrassing thing that I might say this year is that most Saturday nights, because I get up so early on Saturday, and because I've worked on Friday, most Saturday nights, I'm in bed at eight o'clock. And then I just start fresh on Sunday, have a nice um, Sunday morning where I get up really early and have early coffee and breakfast. Um, But I, I went out. I went to a restaurant called Fleming's, which I would highly recommend to anyone. It's a steakhouse, and it's a fancy steakhouse where the steaks run from $50 to $100. I don't eat steak. I don't eat meat. (laughs) So why am I there? I actually had won a gift card at the state bar convention last year, and my sister-in-law was with me when I won it, So, and that was in... June of last year. So from June of last year until today, which is April, 10 months, it has taken us to pick a night and go out. Because we, we've we said it for 10 months. We're like, we're going to pick a night. We're going to go out. We're going to get dressed up. We're going to go to a club afterwards. And this was going to be our, our night. So we finally went to Fleming's and I did something very different, again, to get out of my comfort zone, which was to have a light late evening reservation. So we did like an 830 reservation. I will tell you why that can make a difference in your life if you don't mind eating that late. Um, By then, in Phoenix, I think it's much different in New York. When I've been to New York, even San Francisco a little bit, people eat late. I think more on the East Coast, people eat late. LA, I feel like people might eat a little bit later. 
Um, in Phoenix, people are having dinner between 6 and 7.30. And it is so crowded at all restaurants during those times, especially on a weekend. So if you're willing to wait a little bit longer and maybe show up a little bit later or get a later reservation, you will not be fighting the crowds. We had a reservation just because we knew when we were going to be there because it was a planned night out, but honestly, we didn't need it. There were several tables available at this restaurant. And but by the time we were done, the restaurant maybe had was about a quarter filled. Um, Fleming's has lovely sides. They had this great scallop potato casserole, and I had a beet and um, beet and mozzarella or burrata salad. I can't remember what it was, um, and it had tomato in it too, and it was delicious, like so fresh and tasty. It's making me hungry just thinking about it. When you order, they say we have a special um, chocolate souffle dessert. It takes about 20 minutes to make. So if you want to order it, order in advance. I was way too stuffed. We were way too stuffed. And we were going out dancing afterwards. So to put dessert on top of it, it was just a little bit too much. Um, but I saw a few other people eating it and it looked really delicious. It had, it came with a side of ice cream, which you're like, oh, who cares? Ice cream. But I cannot explain it. But something about their ice cream, it just looked great. My sister-in-law had a steak. She does eat meat. She said it was very good. Uh, they had very uh, good seafood options, which every once in a while have seafood, but I didn't that night. And it was fun, like a very nice atmosphere, a very friendly service. The wait, the waiter, she gave us her business card after, it was a business card for Fleming's, not like a business card for some other business, for Fleming's afterwards and said that we could ask for her in the future. It was fine dining, extremely fine dining. Um, they were very attentive about getting rid of... Um, you know, the wine glasses, if you weren't having wine, things like that. And also, when you sit down, they serve you a very delicious bread with two butters that are not just butter. One was like a sweet butter, and then the other one had caramelized onions in it. We asked about it because we were very curious. Um, it had caramelized onions in it and other things. And it was all vegetables. There wasn't meat in it, but it was very delicious. We had a great time. So I would recommend that. There's a couple locations in the Phoenix area. I'm not sure about anyone else. I don't know if it's it's nationwide. My guess, to, guess is it might be. So afterwards, and again, usually on a Saturday night, I am asleep by 8 o'clock. We went out, and my client has a owns a bar and it's called the Caravan Tap Room and it's on Camelback basically I'm trying to think exactly I think around 50, oh 15th Avenue 15th Avenue in Camelback it's very small it's um um next to a liquor store and behind a Raleigh's um, but very friendly staff, a fun place to go, fun music, 
a fun patio in the back. We stayed in um, and danced a while. And then around, I think it was around midnight, I hit a wall. Like I literally turned into a pumpkin after dancing. And I had heels on the whole time. And after dancing for a while, my I could feel like my knee starting to swell. I'm like, oh, great old age. Um, my knee was starting to swell and I was just getting exhausted. And I could really tell the difference between myself and my sister-in-law. I think she is definitely a night owl and she thrives at night. Like she was still rare, raring to go. And I felt bad because she was having such a good time. And I was like, I can't do it anymore. I need you to take me home. So um, that was my evening out. And it was extremely different than anything I've done in forever. I don't know when the last time I went out like that was. I I literally cannot remember. I mean, it, it has had to been years. And it was fun. It made me feel like a... There's this phrase that I use where I always say, now I'm a real boy. And um, I always say that when I'm doing something that is different than going to bed early or... Um, just sitting and working all day, where I'm actually going out and and having a life. So get out and do that and get out of your comfort zone, whether it's at work, weekend, vacation, enjoy. And then I'll tell you what I did on Sunday. So Sunday, I really had to sort of make up for having what to me was a big night out. People who know me... (laughs) will be amazed by this, which is I slept till 10 a.m. I woke up earlier. I woke up probably 6.30 and I looked at my phone and I said, nope, and went back to sleep. And then I think I woke up another time too and same thing. I said, I'm not feeling it. So went back to sleep and Sunday is usually the day unless I have something going on where, um, I don't set an alarm. It's my one day of the week where there's no alarm set. And I also know that next Sunday I have a commitment where I do have to get up very early. So this was my Sunday to do it and I took advantage of it. And I know that'll sound weird, but something like sleeping in is actually a difficult thing for me because I have this very large sense of I'm wasting time. And I feel like if I'm not up early and have my laptop open and I'm having coffee on a Sunday morning, I'm wasting time. And sometimes you just have to waste some time. You have to relax. And that's something I really struggle with. So I did get up. My um, I, I talked to my daughter, the one who's having the baby. And um, I think she's, she's in her last trimester. So she's uncomfortable. And I think she's looking for ways to pass the time. So actually, I've been hearing from her quite a bit. And she called me in the morning. And she was saying, can I um, come over and I'll and I'll pick up um, my older daughter. So my two older daughters were going to come over and she was going to drive them both over. And I said, sure. I said, I'm getting up and I'm starting to get in the shower and get ready. So you come over whenever you want. So I got up and um, got ready and they still weren't there. So I took a little quiet time. I did 
I read a couple chapters of some books that I'm reading. I did a little work. I have a couple of appeals that I'm working on. So I cracked out the transcripts and was working on that. And then when the girls showed up, um, they do this thing where they, they kind of tear through the kitchen like Tasmanian devils and are kind of just eating eating everything. And I don't mind. I'm always happy when they come over and I have a chance to feed them. So they were eating some stuff and we and we had been talking about that we were going to go to a movie. Um, and if we were going to see one, we really didn't have time to eat beforehand or it was going to, we were just going to get too far into the day. So I said, eat what you want. We'll go to the movie and then we can always grab something afterwards. So we went and saw Pet Cemetery, which I will talk about as my movie review for this show. And then um, after we saw the movie, we went to um, a happy hour. And happy hour to me isn't really so much going out for drinks, although I did have a drink today. Um, it's more about the food specials and... Um, maybe having like small plates. A lot of times if you go to happy hour, they'll do like smaller plates at discounted prices. And it ends up being, I think, kind of fun. A little tip I'll give to people is that there a lot of places have an all day happy hour on Sunday. So if you have a restaurant that you like, look into it. We went to happy hour at Pita Jungle. And they have plates that are two dollars you can get a hummus tree over two dollars you can get a baba ganoush for two hours two dollars you can get dolmas for two dollars so we just got a lot of small plates shared everything it ended up being a fine meal for me I was actually it satisfied me for lunch and dinner and there were five of us and the total bill was thirty five dollars um, if you're in Phoenix, I know another one of my favorite Sunday happy hours is North in Kierland. Um, I think Arrogant Butcher has a pretty good Sunday happy hour. Any of the Fox Concepts usually have a pretty good Sunday happy hour. And um, Claim Jumper has an all-day Sunday happy hour with some like unbelievably cheap dishes. For They'll have their appetizers almost half price. So then I came home and um, I did laundry, caught up on some shows on my DVR, answered my emails from the weekend, and did a little bit of work looking more at the transcripts that I was um, looking at previously, which is generally like how I like to end my Sunday night. Um, I need to ease into Monday. I have discovered that about myself. So if I can have it quiet on Sunday night, I really, really try to take advantage of it. Another tip I'll give is try to ease into your Monday morning if you can too. The worst weeks for me is when I have an 8.30 a.m. Monday hearing because Friday, um, you know, you're working Friday and if you can't get off any earlier, your your weekend is already starting late. Then you have Saturday and you do have Sunday, but you know that the next morning you have to go to court. And a lot of times there's trial preparation. Traffic is always the worst on Monday morning in my experience. 
and it just stinks. So I always try to ease into Monday morning and there's nothing I can do to control whether the court is going to set a hearing on Monday morning. But if I can have any control over my schedule, I will start it on Monday a little bit later. To me, it's better to start things later on a Monday rather than start early and be done early. I'd rather, like I said, ease into it. All right, these were just a little um, little bit of tips, a small podcast about um, getting out of your comfort zone and enjoying your weekends. It's been very um, interesting to me. It's been something that I've been hyper-focused on is how to have the most perfect weekend. So you'll hear from me quite a bit regarding that. Okay, I want to do a spot for a friend from the show. It's Mackey Insurance Group. is an independent insurance agency located in Anthem, Arizona. Tim Mackey and his staff represent over 30 of the top insurance carriers in the industry. Whether it be auto, home, commercial, Medicare, or life insurance, Mackey Insurance will find you the right coverage at a highly competitive price. Mackey Insurance is a proud member of the Business Network of Anthem since 2005. The Business Network of Anthem are local names you can trust. Mackey Insurance can be reached at 623-551-3585. I'll also do a spot for my daughter, Florency, her calligraphy business. It can be found on Facebook. She has been doing all sorts of wonderful, beautiful projects. She updates them on her Facebook page. And if you need menus for a wedding or an invitation, or place cards. She's very good at doing any of that. She also does some watercolor painting um, as well, if you're looking for um, th- that sort of project to be commissioned. All right, I'm going to do a real quick um, review of Pet Cemetery. As I've talked about before, I love horror movies. My daughters love horror movies. We're always looking for a good, fun horror movie to go to. I found one in Pet Cemetery. I wasn't entirely sure it, how it would be. Um, I had seen the previews coming up for the last several months, and it looked pretty good. Um, however, a couple months ago, I went back and tried to watch the old Pet Cemetery, the one from... Maybe it's the late 80s or early 90s. I turned it off after 10 minutes. It was so cheesy, dated. The acting was stilted. It just wasn't shot that well. And if you remember the um, when the, the family pet gets killed in the beginning, it basically looks like a stuffed cat on a stick that comes back to haunt them. And in the Pet Cemetery, the first movie, um, the little boy comes back, and hopefully this isn't a spoiler alert after 30 years, but the little boy comes back from um, the dead, and he's played by a toddler. I mean, maybe he's four or five or three or four. I'm not sure. And it just was, um, like, just not that convincing. I think it seemed cool when I was younger and saw the movie, but it was very dated, and it didn't hold up well. So I wasn't sure about how this pet cemetery would be. 
Jason Clark is the dad. He's been a ton of movies. He did a great job as Ted Kennedy in Chappaquiddick. He was um, in The Great Gatsby that came out um, several years ago with Leonardo DiCaprio. He shows up in a lot of movies and and does a, a, a very good job. My dad... He reminds my dad of um, Paul Newman. My dad said, hey, that guy looks like Paul Newman. And I was like, oh, yeah, he does kind of, kind of like the cheekbones and the blue eyes. Uh, So he's the dad. John Lithgow plays the older neighbor who was played very memorably by Fred Gwynn in the first Pet Cemetery, which is maybe why people liked it so much, because he was just so likable in it. And I would recommend seeing it. It's fairly short. It's one hour, 40 minutes. As I say with all movies, they could have cut it shorter. They could have made this a tight 120, 125, and it would have um, worked even better, I think. It starts off kind of slow. There's some things that were a little bit laughable at times. Um, I, I, I... If you really don't want a spoiler alert, I would say turn off this podcast. But there is a, um, it it follows the original movie in the book, in the beginning at least, where there is a cemetery behind the pet cemetery where if you bury something, it comes back to life. So um, Jason Clark has, and his wife in the movie, have a son and a daughter. The daughter's like nine-ish. The little boy is maybe three. And the family cat gets killed in the beginning. So they bury it and it comes back to life. And um, the idea of burying it was presented by John Lithgow's character. So the cat comes back and the cat's not right. So (laughs) Jason Clark talks to John Lithgow And John Lithgow says, well, I buried my dog there when I was little, and it came back, and it was a terrible dog, and it had to be put down. And I thought, probably something you should have told Jason Clark before you had him do it. And he said, basically, I thought things would turn out different, or so I was hoping. And so I came up with the idea for you to bury your your daughter's cat there. The ending is the best part of it. The A lot of times in horror movies, you have all this buildup, and it just sort of falls flat. They did something different than, at least we think, um, because I can't remember the original movie, but it feels much different. They did something a little bit different. Um, they definitely did something different with the kids, which I won't spoil. Um, and then at the end, it ended differently than the original movie. And I really liked it. So if you're looking for something that's short and kind of fun, has some good scares in it, I'd recommend it. Okay. Um, another little referral I had is, I don't know how people feel about snack foods. I always like to have snack foods in the house. And one of my favorite snacks is different kinds of um, nuts and dried fruit. The best place and the most economical place that you can buy this is a company called Nuts.com, N-U-T-S.com. 
obviously, um, I don't have any paid advertisements, so this isn't a paid advertisement. This is just a personal recommendation that I have. Go on the website and look around. You will not find better prices at the grocery store. So if you like macadamia nuts, pecans, pistachios, whether they be shelled or unshelled, cashews, you can get them uh, one pound sizes for very economical prices. If you go to the grocery store, like a little jar of macadamias is at least $10. You can get a one pound bag for, I think it's 19 or $20. And I just got an email from them this week that they were lowering, I think it was the price of cashews and the price of the macadamia nuts. And I thought, who lowers the prices? Like, that's crazy. If nuts aren't your thing, or if you like other snacks besides nuts, there's a lot of different choices. And they all come in these nuts.com bag. So uh, uh, dozens of types of fried, um, of dried fruit. Um, there's coffee pods that they sell, like K-cups. Different flavored pretzels. So if you like um, the Snyder's flavored pretzels, you can get them through nuts.com for, for cheaper. If you like uh, like an Asian uh, pub mix, you can get that. You can get, I don't, um, don't know exactly how to describe it, but when you get uh, the Gardentos um, snacks, and I think Gardentos does it now too, but the best part of those are those rye bagel chips. And you can just get a giant bag of rye bagel chips. It's like $5. That doesn't cost anything. So I recommend it. And a lot of times I'll get these big bags. And if I need some snacks for the car where I have a busy day or I have a day that I can't leave the office, I'll just put some cashews in a Ziploc bag. And it's very, very economical. One little um, last recommendation I'll give. Although it's an old show, it has been off the air for many years. But I've been re-watching it before I go to bed. I usually like to, when I go to bed, I don't try to watch something new because if I'm watching something new and I'm trying to keep up with the story, then it's hard for me to fall asleep because I'm like concentrating on it. But if I watch something that I enjoy and I'm watching it again, I set my sleep timer on my TV for 30 minutes or an hour and I'm fine to go to bed because I'm not waiting for the next episode. I know what happened. But if you've never watched the show Buffy the Vampire Slayer, this remains one of my all-time favorite shows, and I've been re-watching it over the last couple of weeks when I go to bed. There are some episodes that are so original, where the stories are so original. I think that the critical acclaim of it has has caught up to it being a, um, a critical favorite and a fan favorite. Um, a lot of times the people from the cast are at Comic-Con still to this day. And, um, but I remember when the show first came out, I thought Buffy the Vampire Slayer, like that sounds ridiculous. There was that movie that came out um, and it wasn't that great of a movie. And then they did it as a TV show and it had Joss Whedon's um, vision of how he wanted the movie to be but the movie didn't turn out that way. So I, I highly recommend it. It's on Hulu right now. 
so you can go back and watch it for the first time if you've never seen it. I think you'd be pleasantly surprised. This is also a show that gets better in later seasons. I have had so many shows in my life where the first season knocks it out of the park and I can't wait for the second and the third season. And then it just kind of drops off. It doesn't have that original luster. This is a show that gets better. The first season is good, but sort of by the book in a way. It doesn't really reach its vision and potential until you get um, in, in later seasons. And also, Josh Whedon is the same guy who later went and did the Avengers. So you know he's good. Okay, everybody, have a good week. I hope you enjoy. I'll be back next week with some more tips for your life in the law, or if you're a non-lawyer, for your own business, or for your own work life. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.